Welcome everyone to episode 14 of the Bullish Project. Oh man, do I got some juicy, juicy, juicy topics for today's episode. I'm so pumped. Today, we're talking about a few different things. I'm not really sure how I want to do this episode, but it's going to be from topic to topic to topic, most likely. We'll just see. We'll see how I'm feeling. I feel pumped up. I feel ready to be motivational. I feel ready to just get into it. So before I get started, I want to say that Spotify, shout out to you guys. That is what I push the most because that's how I listen to my podcast for the most part. But everyone who's followed on Spotify, there's exactly 20 of you as of this recording. I appreciate every single one of you so much. There are exactly 28 of you who listen. So that means 20 of you are followed. The other eight people, I'm watching you. Okay? I'm watching you. There's a reason you don't like this podcast, that you don't want to follow it. I get it. I don't take it personal. But it'd be pretty cool if you hit that follow button and share this podcast with more people that may enjoy a lift up when they need it, a little bit of motivational stuff to start their day or to end their day, or when they're just chilling, thinking about what they're going to eat for their next meal. I don't care. Whenever they just want to listen to me ramble about stuff, that's what I'm here for. So I would appreciate it if you share that with people. YouTube, we got 17 subscribers. Oh my goodness. I never really thought that this would reach more than just a few people. And now we got 17 subscribers on YouTube. That's so dope, man. It's just, I'm excited to see where this podcast goes. And I feel like I'm just getting started. I feel like I can just take my everyday experiences and spin it into a lesson for, for the podcast. And, and I feel like I'll have endless things to talk about, endless specific scenarios to talk about. So again, this is only the beginning. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. You know what's crazy is lately at work, I've been having a little bit of mixed emotions with my job. I love my job, by the way. It's, it's gotten me so much further than I ever thought I would be at this point in my life. And it's given me many opportunities that I'm so grateful for in terms of the people that I've met and, and just the, the benefits, per se, the extensions of where I work and the benefits that have basically given me more opportunities to further my education and, and to be able to further my savings for the future in terms of like 401ks and stuff. Very solid job. But I've been thinking, man, I've been, I've been thinking that is it worth it sometimes? I, I go back and forth with my job. I love my job 90% of the time. And then there's the other 10% where I'm just like, I, I get in my brain and I start to think about all the things that my job requires and all the nuances of the tiny details of, of certain situations. And when those come up, especially if it's not in my favor, first of all, I try to remember that not everything goes my way. That's just how life is. But part of me gets upset when I can't understand why something didn't go my way if there's not a valid reason. And I've been, I've been having this issue lately with, with my job where I feel like things are harder for no apparent reason. And it's not necessarily something I can control either. So I'm not too worried about it. I don't want to leave the job, but I'm also, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm, 
I'm looking to further myself and, and get more opportunities, as many opportunities as I can. I think everybody should do that. So I'm just thinking, you know, I'm just thinking, I, I don't know if I want to do this podcast full time. I don't even know if I'm capable, but I'm going to just keep doing it so long as I have the ability to talk and have something to talk about. I want to keep doing this podcast 14 weeks in. This has been something that's opened my life up to doing things that I'm scared to do or too introverted to try doing something new and, and really just making myself uncomfortable. That's what this podcast is for me, making something to where something that is brand new to me, making something out of that and getting to the next step with something I know nothing about. I think that is pretty cool about this whole experience and being able to put myself in that position where I am new is it's tough because when you're new, you don't know anything and this, this could be in, in a lot of different scenarios, but being new in general is just not good because you don't know anything. And for me, it is tough. But if you think about it in the way of you are new, there's, there's really no expectation for you to perform. There's no pressure per se for you to be at a certain level. For me, that's what keeps me going when I'm new at something. And even if you're not new at something, there still is no pressure to perform at a certain level. All you have to do is be you. And then from there, you can see how the chips fall or how, how the chess pieces end up, you know, that you don't really have, like, obviously, you want to be intentional sometimes. And you want to further your career as best as you can, you want to make those decisions to be able to learn as much as you can, and, and make decisions that are ultimately best for you. It doesn't always happen like that. Let's be honest. You make decisions that put you in a spot that you don't want to be in. Somebody else makes a decision that puts you in a bad spot that you don't want to be in and you still have to work your way out of it anyway. That's how life is. And when you when you can't control something, I'm in a spot where I'm just like, I don't I don't really want to worry about that. You know, the less you worry about, the less stress you have. It's just better that way. And when I'm thinking about what the next step of my life is going to be. I'm thinking about my dreams. I'm thinking about what I want to actually do. And sometimes I feel like my job gets in the way of that. I feel like my job isn't what I want to do for the rest of my life, even though it's given me many opportunities that I'm grateful for. And I'm in a position where what I want to do isn't necessarily feasible yet. It's not you know, I need money. I need several different documents, licenses. I need experience for one. So being new is not an advantage in that sense because you need to know what you need to know to get started. But I'm not going to let that discourage me from chasing after it. That's all part of the journey. I'm still learning and I'm, I'm still getting my feet wet on some of these side hustle things that I'm working on, if you will. But it's something I enjoy and that's what I want to go after. That's what I'm going to do. I prioritize it. I want to be able to look back at my life at some point and be like, man, this is what I really built up. This is what I've been working on for the last 30, 40, 50 years. And I look back and I see everything I did and be proud of it just for myself, not anybody else. I don't care about anybody else, what they say. I want to be proud of what I've done. I want to be 
happy with my life when I get to the end and I look around, I see all the people around me supporting me in retirement or whatever that might be in the future. I want to look back and be like, I did it. I did exactly what I said I was going to do. It didn't always go to plan because nothing ever does, or at least nothing. I mean, not everything goes to plan. I'll rephrase. Some things do. Most things don't. When you plan something out and you don't really know what's going on yet, there's going to be a lot of times where you, there's, there's going to be things that you didn't plan for that come up and it, it throws a wrench into the whole, the whole scenario. And then, and then you've got to work your way out of that. You've got to find a detour and keep going. But I want to be able to look back and say, yes, I did everything I could possibly do. I was the most genuine, the most hardworking person that I could possibly be. That's all I want. That's all I want. I'm not here to sell you something on this podcast. I'm not here to be the person that is in it for just himself. Nah, I, I want to give out advice that I was looking for four years ago. And at the same time, I want to further my career and do something I enjoy. I love doing this podcast. This is actually, if, if I'm being real here, today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Yesterday's episode posted, and I thought it was a great success. I still get feedback. Shout out to my mom for being my biggest supporter right now. Reaches out to me every single week without fail and says, hey, I loved your podcast. Even if she doesn't like it all that much, she'll probably say that anyway. And not only that, she'll be like, hey, love the podcast. Here's what you need to work on. Or, hey, love the podcast. You fixed what your issue was this week. And I like that. You should build off of that. That kind of vibe. I love that. Without fail, my mom's been doing that every single week for 13 straight weeks. Every episode, she watches it on YouTube and she... she gives me the feedback that I need to make myself better. And, you know, support is important to keep going. Sometimes you feel like you're doing everything for the wrong reasons or or there is no point in doing what you're doing. But as long as you can realize one of two things, first off, everything's a flow chart. So when you're going through life, you're going to be faced with a bunch of decisions and a bunch of scenarios that are going to be, if this, then that. If this happens, then I'm going to do this. And the more you can plan for those scenarios, the better off you'll be. Not, not that, like I said, not that it always goes to plan, but the more you can plan for it, the better off you'll be. I'll explain. When I'm at work, there's a lot of things that don't go my way. And there's a lot of things that I react to logically about. But one thing I got to work on And as Gary Vee put it, he's got his 12 and a half ingredients with his new book. Amazing book, by the way. If I had to recommend a book for this episode, whether it's audio book or if you like to read the actual book, it's called 12 and a Half by Gary Vaynerchuk. Amazing book. Emotional intelligence, by the way. It's about a lot of mental, it's about a lot of mental uh, roadblocks, essentially, and and building up your mental strength and, and emotional intelligence, all that stuff. If I had to pick out one of my halves from that book, and to briefly explain that is essentially something you're working on that you haven't mastered yet in terms of emotional intelligence, it would definitely be when somebody is talking to me and I feel like they're not necessarily attacking me, but if if they make it personal with me, 
I react emotionally and I get super defensive and I get super careless with what I say sometimes. And I want to work on that for sure. So there's a lot of if, if then, if this, then that scenarios. And, and when, when emotion starts to play in that, you lose sight of the logical behind a lot of things. Part of what I'm struggling with now with my job is the fact that I feel like sometimes maybe my managers or my bosses or whatever do things that make me feel like I'm being either singled out or doing it out of spite because they have the power. And part of what I want to do is have my own business so that I don't have to worry about somebody above me, even if it's the smallest scenario where they have power over me. Not that, I, not that I'm power hungry. I just want to have the, the freedom to be able to do what I want to do. And if I work hard enough, I'll get there. I'll be able to work for myself and within the limits of the law of the U.S., whatever, you know, obviously there's extremes and people can take it to the highest levels that they, that they can. But as long as I'm not bothering anybody, I just want to be able to do me at all times. And I'm starting to realize that when you expect something from people, it, it doesn't matter what it is. If you expect employment, if you expect a paycheck, you know, that's why you get a job. If you expect a discount somewhere, all of those things, every single one of those scenarios always have catches. They always have terms and conditions. They always have requirements. And I feel like the more that I can do for myself, the less requirements and the less terms and conditions are going to come with that. Especially the discounts thing, man. I don't understand why people expect discounts or why they even want discounts sometimes. I get it. The market's not very good right now. Gas is very high right now. Cost of living is, has gone up a lot. But when you ask for a discount, you're basically getting handcuffed by the company you're getting a discount from. Sometimes, not all the time. It just depends. Sometimes you can get free coupons and all you got to do is scan it, no strings attached, whatever. But sometimes... And actually, for the most part, there's always terms and conditions. Like if you get a coupon for a fast food restaurant, it's like, oh, get a free sandwich, but you have to buy this or, or whatever, which in, in theory is a great deal. But there's still restrictions on that. For me, I just I would rather pay full price for stuff because I don't want the restrictions. I just don't. You know, and, and, with, and with with cellular sales in general. So I work with cell phones. People ask for discounts. And, and that's, that's all good. You know, save the most money, money you can save, right? If somebody's going to offer a discount, then take it. You know, if you're eligible, take it. But here's the catch, right? I just talked about catches, right? This is going to turn into an NFL, all these catches out here. Here's the catch. If you're taking that discount, you have to abide by that person's terms and conditions. If you're taking that discount, you have to abide by that person's terms and conditions. What do I mean? These companies out here who are trying to buy business and cellular sales, they have terms and conditions. That's just how it is. If you don't like it, then you don't have to sign up. That's the beauty about it. You can take the accountability and say, hey, I can make this decision and do it or I don't have to do it. 
and you have that freedom. We live in the, one of the greatest countries of, in the world. And even to this day, with, with the world the way it's going, it, it still is pretty great in all reality. So you can make that decision. You don't have to get anything at a discount if you don't want to. That's your decision. If you take the discount, however, there are terms and conditions where you have to do monthly payments to get the discount. Like when you go to a car dealership, if you sign up for a lease, there's certain agreements you have to sign because you are financing it from them. But if you go in and you have the cash on hand and you can provide yourself with just everything you need to buy the car and not finance it, which if you're in that position, good on you, then you don't need their financing. You don't need their terms and conditions. You don't need none of that. You just need to buy the car. You don't have to worry about interest, none of that. What I'm saying is, if you're looking for a discount, if you're looking for a handout, if you're trying to take from people, expect the terms and conditions because that's how it works. You can't expect someone to give you something without terms and conditions, especially in the consumer world. When we're, when we're talking about companies and, and con customers, like you cannot expect something for free or at a discount without terms and conditions. That's just how it works. And I see all these people who expect certain things based on their tenure, based on their age, based on whatever it is they may think that that, that entitles them to that discount. And, and for one, you know, if, if I can give it, if you're asking for it and I can give it and it doesn't hurt me in any sort of way, then I give it, you know? The squeaky wheel gets the oil. You know, sometimes all you got to do is ask. I get it. And like I said, for the most part, this podcast is about balance. It's not one versus another. It can be both, but with balance. You can get the discounts. You can get the free stuff, but then you have, to, you have to stay on that leash when it comes to your return policy, when it comes to, like, if you leave that particular carrier in the sense of cellular sales, which, which is what I do, if you leave that carrier, there are, what was that word? There, there are uh, consequences for that. You have to be willing to accept those consequences if you're going to take the free money or the free discounts, whatever it is, from somebody else. And part of that is also, you know, parents and kids. If you're a kid living off your parent and, and you don't like what they're saying, you don't like the way they talk to you, whatever, because they're trying to tell you to get a job or tell you to get your own place or whatever it is, you don't like them pestering you about that, then get, get your own job and pay for it yourself. Because then there's no strings attached. Then you have the leverage to say, this is all mine. I can pay for this myself. I don't care what anybody else thinks because I don't need to worry about it because they're not paying for it. But until you can pay for it on your own, you really don't have the leverage to say that it needs to go this way or I, I want it to go this way. No, if somebody else is paying for it, they make the decision. You know, when I was a kid, it was like, hey, when you get your own house, your rules. And as a kid, I was like, man, this sucks, you know, because you kind of feel helpless when you're a kid and, and you see things a different way as a kid. 
you want it to be not necessarily your way all the time, but you want it to be less stressful, right? You don't want to do chores. You don't want to, you don't want to have these responsibilities. You're just a kid, right? But hey, you have to contribute as well. I think chores are a great idea to teach like work ethic and responsibility and that kind of thing. But if you don't want chores, right, you can do whatever you want in your own house. I mean, it's going to be dirty. If you don't do dishes, you don't do laundry, it's going to be dirty. But hey, that's, that's your house. You do whatever you want in your own house as long as you're paying for it. And it ain't bothering nobody else. You do whatever you want. That's fine with me. In fact, you know, there's a lot of people that I'll never interact with in this world at 7.6, almost 8 billion people in the world, whatever it is. There are more people that I will never meet that I could not even fathom how many people that's going to be. In fact, I'll probably only ever interact with the same few thousand people that are in my local area. You know, I might see the same person twice and not even know it, but it'll be at Kroger or something going shopping. But if you're paying for it, you know, as long as you're not hurting nobody else, that's fine. But that's where you got to that's where you got to flip the switch. You can't expect somebody to give you something and then not expect them to have their terms and conditions. Right. So what I never really understood why people are uncomfortable with that. They just want to take, but they never want to give. They never want to give a part of them to then take a part of somebody else. Never understood that. They're like, oh, there, there are some people in this world that just constantly think the world is after them. They constantly think that everything that happens is because the world hates them. And I don't get that. I don't get that because here's the thing. The world is unfair to everybody at some point. That's just how it works. It's more fair to other people and it's less fair to other people at the same time. And it sometimes life seems fair for a minute and then it's not fair. It's, it's all over the place. Life is ups and downs all the time. It will never be fair 100% of the time. In fact, the majority of the time it will be less than that. It'll be less than like 50%. I don't even know the numbers. Because it's all subjective. Personally, I think life is very fair in terms of the way it works. And at the, at the same time, I think it can be unfair at times as well. Because life will put you in positions that you don't want to be in, that you didn't even ask for, and you still have to show up and, and execute for the people around you. You still have to show up and put in the work. Shout out to my last episode, by the way. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's called Put in the Work. You still have to show up and put in the work every single day sometimes, it seems, to make shit happen. I never really understood that. You know, why people feel entitled to discounts, why people feel like they expect discounts. Maybe that's just the consumer market conditioning people into thinking that they should get a discount based on their tenure or loyalty or age or whatever it is. You know, and discounts are just a fancy way of saying that that company is writing that off on their taxes. They're writing that off on their profits so they pay less in tax. You know, the same people expecting a discount are probably the same people that complain about um, big companies not paying tax. Like, you can't have it both ways. And this is no hate to those people, okay? I don't want anybody hating on these people. I'm just saying. 
to to put it out there to educate people on how it works you know put like a different perspective behind it you know in this world there are givers and takers and you are both at some point sometimes at the same time give money take a product you know and sometimes you just give and sometimes you just take it just depends but the world needs more givers. The world needs more, le- like they need more of less expectations. That makes sense. Expectations drive unhappiness. Because when you expect something, you're putting the outcome on a certain level of a pedestal to where it needs to be at this le- level for you to be happy. And you're also putting it in somebody else's hands or you're putting it into the world's hands of whether or not you're going to be happy. But when you take accountability for being happy and you say, okay, I'm going to just do my own thing and be happy no matter what and not let none of this minor stuff bother me, that's when you realize it starts to click. That's when you realize that it doesn't matter what happens, you're going to be happy either way. When I react emotionally, whether it's at work or you know, sometimes I get frustrated driving on the road sometimes there's a lot of different scenarios where i get frustrated i'm human man i'm human i'm not i'm not trying to preach all this saying i'm perfect I, i get the same amount of emotion that any other person may have i just show it a lot less because i try to think about things logically and i try to think about things like a flow chart if this happens, then I have these two choices. And if I make this choice, then now I have these two choices, you know, and, and I have the power to make those choices at any given time. Because at any point, if there's a partnership, whether it's you working at a company or whatever, there's a mutual partnership there. You're an employee and they're paying you to work for them, right? There's like a, a mutual relationship there. At any point, you can say, okay, I've had enough. I'm done. I can walk away. Most people don't do that because they need money to live. They can't just make that transition as easy. And I get that. Especially right now, the world is tough. It is much more expensive to live than it has ever been. I feel with you. I feel with you. I get it. I'm living through it too. I don't not see what's going on in the world. But again, life is a flow chart. No, you, you put the economy at the top of the flow chart and then you got you got two stems economy, right? Right up here. Economy good on the left side, bad on the right side. If the economy is good, then you have two options. Where do I go to get a job? Obviously, you want to get the best paying one, but you can maybe take a little pay cut because it's cheaper to live because you like this job and it doesn't pay as much. Right. You know, then, then there's the, that flow chart. And when the economy is bad, like what it is right now. Gas is $5 a gallon over here where I live. Then you have to start making choices. Okay, well, now the flow chart turns into what am I spending my money on monthly? What can I cut out? What do I need to cut out to be able to live? Then the survival instinct starts to kick in. And for some of you, you just lay down and act like the world is over. It's not. There is so much life left to live for most of us. And I just don't understand why some of you feel like 
you've just been defeated. You know, this is only a blip in the life that we would be expected to live, what, 70, 80 years? You know, and even if you're older, you've seen a lot. You've seen all the ups and downs. You kind of understand that this kind of, thing's ha this kind of thing happens. But you have two choices. Again, pick yourself up, motivate yourself to learn more and position yourself to make more money whether that's on your own or through your company or through another company where you can get your college degree and move up or whatever it is that you want to do, even if it's a trade. There's a lot of trades in demand. Even if it's something you don't necessarily want to do, you can look at that as a stepping stone to get to where you want to be. You know, there's, there's this old saying that it, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And that's very true. Sometimes you know a guy who knows a guy who's going to get you on for $30 an hour with little experience because they'll train you on the spot, a.k.a. a trade. With little knowledge, with little licensing, with, with sometimes zero experience, you can walk in and get a job doing some hard labor. It's hard work. I, and I'm, not, I'm not preaching all this to say that it's easy. It's going to be hard work no matter where you go. It's going to be hard work to get a college degree, to get that office job or, or whatever job you want to get. It's going to be hard work to get that certification for a trade. It's going to be hard work to learn what you need to learn in those zero experience jobs to get a paycheck that will let you live comfortably. It's going to be hard. It doesn't matter what you do. If you're working towards something, it's going to be hard. And the more rewarding or, or the 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 more that you would get paid for that job, the more work you have to put in. So the more rewarding that it will be in the end, the more work you got to put in. If the reward is high, the work ethic has to be there. You have to put in twice as much work to get twice the reward. It, it, and in general, some people get lucky, some people take shortcuts. In general, the foolproof way to get to where you want to be is to put in the work and the only way to do that is to prioritize your work what do you want to do prioritize it it has to be in the front of your mind every day if you go to work for 40 hours a week then you are thinking about work for 40 hours a week and you could be doing something else that you actually enjoy for 40 hours a week if you're trying to start your own business then you need to do it for at least 40 hours a week if not 80 hours a week to build a good business there's a lot of things that most people don't realize go into building your own business. And that is all of the designs for your logo, all of the social media posts that you see. Somebody has to create those at some point. And if you're taking that on as a business owner, then at some point you have to create that or pay somebody to create it. So it's not this lay down and, and feel defeated and stuff. No, figure out what you want to do. And if you don't know what you want to do, then just start trying stuff. If you don't know what your dream, again, flowchart. I'm going to say this a lot because it just help, it, it's easier for me to think because literally there's always two decisions in front of you. And when you make that decision, it turns into two more decisions. And the good thing is you'll never know the alternative. But what the... The other good thing is that when you make that decision, now you're going to have that information from when you made that decision. You'll have the muscle memory attached to it. So when you go through life, and even if you make a wrong decision, that's information. 
that you now don't have to worry about making that mistake again because now you know how it works. Now you know that you don't have to do it this way because it's, it's, it doesn't work. You can do it a different way and now you're going to get further than you were before the setback. When you made that wrong decision, you're going to get further because now you have that information stockpiled in your brain to then propel you forward. And if you don't lose it, or if you don't use it, you, you lose it. I said that wrong. If you don't use it, you lose it. It's true. You know, it's a grind. You have to sharpen your skills, and you have to stay sharp on things you already know, things you're already strong at. And you have to sharpen the skills that you're not very strong at, or pay somebody to do it for you, right? Double down on your strengths and sharpen your weaknesses. And I'm going through all that right now, but it does take time. Some of you guys got to realize that it just takes time. It's not going to be a miracle overnight. It's not going to be you go to bed one day and you wake up with a Christmas tree full of presents. You know, it, it does not happen overnight when you're trying to find your dream and you're trying to make it happen. You just got to wake up every day and make it happen. That's the only way to do it. That is the only way to do it. There's, there's going to be days or weeks that you go without progressing sometimes or months you feel like not, nothing's going your way you're plateauing in your in your career you're plateauing in wanting to learn more get more information and grow as a person but but that's how it is with everything and there are going to be some points in life where you feel like you're going down you're regressing or whatever that word is there's going to be times in your life when you feel like you're going backwards But in that point, all you have to do is know that it's going to eventually turn around. And when you go down, you're going to go up to where you were before and then some. Because on the way down, you're going to learn information that is so invaluable that's going to literally help you propel from the rock bottom that you might be at all the way up to even further than you were before. And that's, that's really important to understand because... Some people, they get to rock bottom, they want to quit, and I've been there. I've been there. But when you don't quit, it is so rewarding because you put in that work and you see how far you come from the last year, two years, three years, and you see where you started. It's, it, you're going to look back and just be like, man, I cannot believe that I've made it this far five years later. Even if it isn't where you want it to be, it's still going to be further than you were before. I can promise you that. But you got to do the work. Nobody's going to hand you stuff for free. We talked about that. If you want free stuff, there's always stipulations. If you want free stuff, you have to make literally under poverty level money to get free handouts from the government. Me personally, I do not want to have the stress of living paycheck to paycheck, relying on somebody else to give me money to live life. And I'm not hating, again, not hating on anybody who's in that position. Listen, we've all been through tough times and my heart goes out to the people who are in that tough time and using it to get through whatever that is and then hopefully be better on the other side, okay? Not hating, disclaimer, gotta throw it out there. This is not to hate on anybody. But for me personally, I'm stuck in that situation. I'm working my ass off 
to get to the next level because that's what I did. I've been there. I've done that. Two jobs, barely making more than like 24 grand a year with two jobs, 26 grand a year, whatever it was, with two jobs. And nowadays, 26 grand a year is not even going to get you. It won't get you anything. That feels like minimum wage now. And that's, that's over two grand a month. You know, I could sit here and do the math, but that's not a lot of money to make in a year's time. You know, <laughs> especially if you have kids, especially if you have other people that depend on you. That's not a lot of money. And then, you know, say you're, say you're a guy making $26,000 a year, and then you have a wife or a girlfriend who also has a baby on the way, or you have a kid currently. That is nothing. You know how much it takes to raise a kid, especially nowadays? At some point, you get to a spot in your life where you just want to go all out for somebody other than yourself. You want to go all out because somebody else depends on you. And you have to do it. There's no other option. You just have to do it. Because your survival instinct kicks in. And when you're living paycheck to paycheck, barely making it by, sometimes having to take money from other people, that survival instinct kicks in. At some point, it has to happen. At some point, you got to realize that what you're doing is not going to work for the rest of your life. You have to grow as a person. You have to grow with your education, with your skills to get to the next level. And your dreams, most of you have big dreams. Most of you want to be an astronaut or whatever as a kid. That's what I wanted to be, an astronaut, a wrestler, WWE wrestler, firefighter. I know all three of those at one point I thought about. I've thought about all the big boy jobs, all the most respectable jobs. What's going to make me popular? I wasn't popular as a kid. All I wanted to be was to be accepted by everybody, and that wasn't the case. And so I thought of jobs that would get me popularity. I watch TV, and I'm like, man, I look at these pro athletes. And they have all these people around them that look up to them and they're fans of them. What can I do to do that? I want to do that. But I didn't realize that it takes 24-7, 25-8 in most cases. You got to work on that craft to perfect it. And when it comes to your dreams, that's pretty much what it is. 25-8, you got to be thinking about it. You got to be working towards it. You have to be doing it, actually doing it, not just thinking about it. I've been struggling with that with, for my whole life, just thinking about stuff. Oh my God, this is a great idea. It would be cool if, oh my God, this, was, this would be great if, and then it stops there. It's just a thought. It never comes to fruition. But it stops here. It stops here for everybody. It stops here for me. It stops here for anyone watching this or listening to this at any given point. If you hear this, it stops here. The excuses stop here. Everything that you're doing from this point on is for you and your dreams and everyone else around you that's, that's important. You're doing it for yourself and you're doing it for them. The excuses stop here. That's it. No more. Wake up and do it. I'm starting to get to that point where I don't want to have those stipulations. I want to work for myself. I want to, I want to do what I want to do at all times. I don't want to have restrictions. 
And when you rely on other people, when you rely on other, and being an employee is not a bad thing either. I just want less restrictions on what I can do with my free time or when I can do it. Financially free, as some call it, where you don't have to work again, almost like retired. That's my goal. I'm sharing it with any five, six, seven people that are listening to hold me accountable. If you're watching this or listening to this right now, send me a message saying, hey, what'd you do today? I'm holding you accountable and I'll do the same thing. You tell me your goals, you tell me your dreams, I'll hold you accountable. We need accountability to be able to keep moving forward. Because otherwise, there's nobody to let down. There's nobody that's going to even notice or care if you don't tell anyone and have them keep you accountable. So this is it. Working on my dreams and I'm going to make it happen. And anytime that I need a boost, I'm going to listen to this episode. And I'm going to go back and think about what I said today at this particular point. And I'm going to remember that it's not all about me sometimes. It's about my family, to give back to my family. You know how much that would mean to them? You know how much that would mean to me to be able to, to, to provide that? And a guy like me who, who just wants to help, I don't want anything in return. You know, a friend comes up to me like, hey, I need 20, 30 bucks, you know? I need a couple hundred bucks. As long as I can help, I will help. No strings attached. You don't even have to pay me back. Do you know how many times I tell my friends who are not to be named here, if they need help, I'll help them. That is just in my DNA. I just help them. I don't expect them to pay me back. I don't expect them to go out of their way to help me at any given point after that. I don't expect that. I just help them because I know they need help. It's just about giving. If you can give, then give. And if you can't give, then put yourself in a position to give. Listen, giving is amazing. It's so fun to give. When, when you see the person who is in need and you give them something that they need, isn't that the most rewarding thing? In all my life, people are talking about Christmas and how Christmas is the most rewarding holiday because you get to see people all open all their gifts, right? It's so rewarding watching somebody open something you got for them and watching them enjoy it. That's the most rewarding thing, right? Then why do we, why do we expect gifts in return? Why do we expect thank you? Why do we expect all this stuff? Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably good to say thank you. It's definitely good to have manners and stuff like that. But if you're doing it unconditionally for somebody else who needs it, none of that should matter. And, and to be fair, another disclaimer, I am a please and thank you kind of guy. For anything, I don't care if I'm paying you. If I'm, even if I'm paying you, listen, if we go out to a restaurant, we as in anybody who's with me, I sometimes go by myself. I say thank you no matter what. That person gets paid to serve me, right? 
but I know they don't have to. And I know that I'm a nobody. That server is going to see 20, 30 other customers the same day. And yes, they're doing it for money, but they're also a human. They, they like to hear the please and thank you. They like to hear manners and being respectful. My friend who's, who's, who's kind of given me some personal training sessions here in the last several weeks you know, last few months, we've been getting together about once a week, once every other week and just checking in, staying accountable. I pay him to help me. That's his business. That's what he does for a living. And every single time, hey, thanks for taking the time to help me out today, man. It re I really appreciate it. And I'm paying him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some people just get so in their head where they're like, yeah, that's their job. I pay you to do that. You don't need a thank you or a please or, or you know, appreciate your time. None of that. Like what? Just because you're paying somebody, you lose all your manners. You lose sight of being a decent human being. Huh? Come on now. That's, that's ludicrous. That is literally ludicrous. You know, I see it all the time. People lose sight of, you know, because of expectations. I said this before. I feel like expectations drive unhappiness. Just because something was the way it was before does not mean it's going to be the same way the next time. And that's with anything. You know? You go to McDonald's and you get a sweet tea. Sometimes it's sweet. Sometimes it's a little less sweet. Sometimes it's too sweet. And yes, yeah, some, some of the employees may not care, sure. Some of them, you know, that's a lower level job. A lot of them are teenagers. A lot of them don't really care about that job because that's not their end goal. And you shouldn't hold them to that because you were that person at one time too. Like I said, starting new, even if you're starting new in, in life, you, know, you shouldn't expect somebody to care about a job that they don't care about. And not only that, if we're under the same level of expectation and I know I just talked about how expectations can be bad, but they can also be good. If, you're, if we're all under the same level of expectation that we need to make money to live, and somebody just so happens to choose a job at McDonald's, which by the way, if you're going to McDonald's, there has to be somebody to work McDonald's for them to be open for you to get it. Why are you holding that against them if that's not what they want to do for the rest of their life? Why? Do they have to care about that job so much to, to get everything perfect all the time? People make mistakes. The fries are not going to always be fresh. They're not going to always be the right amount of saltiness that you like them to be. They see thousands of customers. You really think they're going to fry the, the fries fresh? And then, and then once they're doing that, they're going to salt it perfect for Joe that comes up randomly at 2.30 p.m. expecting fresh fries and perfectly salted fries with his meal? Do you really think that they're going to bend over backwards for that? For a job that doesn't even pay that well? No. And then on the flip side of that, you get people that, that want to bash them because they want more money. Yes, we all need to live. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to get political or anything here. I'm just trying to help everyone see both sides. You cannot tell me that people don't deserve to live. And when we're talking about restaurants, restaurants in general, when, when you, you get servers and stuff in the mix, you get tipped employees in the mix. 
It is not okay to be rude to the person who is serving you. It is not okay at any point. Yes, it can be frustrating if it's taking a while to get your food or if it's taking five extra minutes to get your server back to the table. God forbid, man, you're not going to die. You know, it's not the end of the world. You wait a few extra minutes. Guess what? Newsflash, somebody else is probably going to wait a few extra minutes as well. But how you handle it determines who you are. Me, I don't care. I've worked in the restaurant industry. I know what it's like. At any given point, shit, shit could just pop off. You could be so busy that you feel like you're never going to get through it. Even if you're not busy, you might just be taking that time to take a break. And you might be a little lackadaisical about serving the people that come in because you might only have two customers. Now, I'm not excusing that. I feel like everybody should do everything to the best of their ability at any given time. But if they don't like that job and they're just doing it for the money to survive, they're not going to do it to the best of their ability and you shouldn't hold that against them. Always tip your employees, by the way. It's a fucked up system, but that is not your server's fault. That is not the delivery driver's fault. That is not anyone else's fault that they don't get paid a living wage by their employer. They only get paid by the person who is tipping them. That is not their fault. They still deserve to live. They still deserve a paycheck, even if they're not putting forth the effort. Because I tell you what, that person is going to find a job that they like and that they're going to put forth 120% one day. And that is the stepping stone for them to get there. You know, don't expect somebody to do 120% in a job they hate. I can tell you right now, that's just not going to happen. I didn't do that. Job you hate, I didn't do that. In fact, there was a job I hated so much, I was literally sleeping on the cock. And I'm not kidding. I would fall asleep standing up at the job I hated so much because it wore me out so much. 10.30, or no, 10 at night to 6.30 a.m. I hated that job. It was terrible. Work environment was, work environment was terrible. The work was terrible in general. I, I couldn't find a groove to get along with anyone there. I just hated it. And what does that turn into? You get an unhappy employee who doesn't put forth any effort because that's not what he wants to do. And then for me, I'm literally, first of all, it was, it was prefab. It was um, basically like a factory job. It was a warehouse job. Legit, I'm standing up. And I got this copper pipe next to me that I'm holding because I'm, I'm kind of like a new person at the time. And first of all, it didn't take me very long to realize I hated this job. I'm a few months in. I only lasted six months. So I'm probably two, three months in. I'm holding this copper pipe for one of the certified people or whatever who's going to solder this pipe together. And I'll be damned if I didn't fall asleep. Man, I'm sitting there like this, like holding the pipe up and I'm just like, because I hated that job. It, it took everything out of me to go to that place every day just to make money to, to survive. And when I see all these people that don't necessarily put forth all the effort that they could, that doesn't mean that they're a bad person or that they just are lazy or whatever. I think we got it all wrong. Sometimes I see a lot of these uh, articles or a lot of these statements from people that say, oh, yeah, our country's so lazy. We're all snowflakes or whatever. There's an argument for that, for sure. As far as the work ethic, I just feel like there's a lot of people that are not placed in the position where they want to be. 
And yes, that person needs to take accountability. If they want to be somewhere and they want to work on that, that dream, then that's what they need to do to get there is work on it. They want to do it, then they just need to do it at that point. That's correct. Yes, accountability is awesome. But if you can also understand that that isn't everybody, you know, you shouldn't be, I hear it all the time. Yeah, fast foods are, are not designed to be a full-time job or, or a livable job. A, a job is a job. I mean, what's that difference? Because that same person is going to want to eat McDonald's every week or every day sometimes. What happens when they're not open? Then we're like, oh, well, why, why aren't you staffing the, the, this restaurant? We can't hire anybody. We, we have to pay the same amount of money to half the employees because everybody wanted raises. Right, because we, we're actually we're actually paying them a living wage. So then, then that that translates into, into half the staff, which there's a lot of other issues going on with that labor shortage, whatever. Again, not not trying to be controversial. I'm just trying to make a point. So, I mean, it's just weird to me, man. Like sometimes I I just I get passionate about this stuff. I really do, because I I just don't understand some things in the day to day stuff that I see. And, and I'm in customer service, and 99% and of the time, I hit customers with, yeah, you're right, I get it. Because hearing somebody out is part of the job. Even if I don't personally agree with them, that's not my place to say that. Because that's not what I get paid to do. I get paid to serve people in terms of customer service, not necessarily food. But I get paid listen to somebody's issue and actually actually have genuine empathy for that person which i do well because i actually have that ability listen to them vent help them with their issue make them a happy customer and let them leave and let them go on about their day and there's things i can't help with there there are things there are a lot of things actually but when customers come in and they need something done, there's a lot of things I can't help with. I'm sorry, I can't do that, but here's the number, here's the website, here's what you gotta do to get it done. Most people don't like that answer. What do you mean? I thought I could come to the store and do it. I'm sorry, you can't. And, and part of my issue, now I, I somewhat have an issue with that because if I'm still providing you a solution, even if it's something I can't directly help with, but if I still give you the information that you came in for, what's the problem? The problem is people don't want to do it themselves. They don't want to, they don't want to put in the work. It's a two-way street. Because you got to realize if they're putting in the work, yes or no, flowchart, again, are they putting in the work, yes or no? No, they're not putting in the work, why? Why are they not putting in the work? Is it just because they don't want to? Is it just because they're spiteful and they want you to do it because you get paid to? Is it just because, like, you got to understand all that? That's why I say a lot of things happen in balance. Do I get frustrated when somebody doesn't want to help themselves? Yes. Do I get paid to help them anyway? Yes. Can I help them? Yes. Do I help them? Yes. And at the end of the day, if I can do it, I will. I know that's not everybody. Listen, I know there's a far majority of people that have ulterior motives, that have 
like not a good work ethic, that are not honest about everything, that don't do everything to the fullest potential. But that brings me back to what I just said. I think people will thrive in the right environment. They just have to find it. And that is what I'm trying to say with this episode here. It's very interesting for sure. This episode, I wanted to do so bad. Again, it's only Tuesday, the day after episode 13. I'm still going to post this on Monday. I'm just going to get it out of the way and post it. I'm going to Chicago with my friends. I'm so excited. I'm going to be celebrating my friend's birthday. It's going to be great. It's going to be great because you got to take time for yourself and celebrate sometimes. And looking at my notes here, I think that's going to wrap up the episode. So the question of the day, the question of the week that we're going to talk about today, what are you doing to chase your dreams? I'll be a little open here for accountability purposes. I'm not going to give too many details. I don't care for everybody to know what I'm doing. I'd rather work in silence, but accountability reasons. Let's take accountability. This is what I'm doing. I'm trying to start a food truck. It's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Right now, I'm in the very beginning stages. I'm learning about licensing. I'm learning about food safety. I'm learning about all that. It's going to be nice, though. And I reserve the right to do something else if I change my mind. Everyone does. But accountability, like I said, if you know me personally, reach out to me. If you have advice, <laughs> like I said, it's not, not what you know. It's, not, it's, it's who you know. If you have advice, if you own a restaurant, if you any any sort of knowledge in that i'd love to hear it i'd love to get a conversation with you started i love to talk to people you know i got my video game friends i got my restaurant friends i got my foodie friends i got and some of those are the same people you know but it's good to talk about things that you both like at some point it's so nice and me just loving to have a conversation is a one-sided conversation with this podcast. I just love to have the conversations. But that's going to wrap it up for episode 14. I did a little different this episode. I tried to keep it a little more upbeat, a little more motivational. I feel like this episode was insane and I loved every second of it. If you watched to this point, I thank you. I do want to remind you again to share this episode with somebody who, who you think might need it. Follow the podcast if you're listening, but you haven't clicked the follow button. Listen, it helps me out. This is invaluable to me. I don't care about the numbers. I want to share this with as many people as possible. I don't care about the number next to the word followers on my Spotify page. I care about getting this out to as many people as possible. And that's, that's from the heart right there. I'm not making that up. I don't care. If I could do this for a living and make money at it, I'm going to try to find out how. Obviously, I need an audience to do that, but I truly do this because I love it. I love the podcast. I'm doing it for free right now, and I feel like I'm getting better every week. I'm getting better content every week. If you want to hit that follow button, it supports me. It gets me a start. Everybody's got to start from zero. I love you guys so much. Episode 15 should be a special one. I got some, I got some good plans for it. It's going to be dope. I hope you guys keep watching and listening. And I'll see you then. Episode 15 going to be in the works next week. Until then, peace out.